everybody. Welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Today we're watching Power Rangers episode 169, Power Rangers Zeo episode 14. Yep. Mr. Billy's Wild Ride. It aired on May 11th, 1996, is written by Al Winchell and directed by Dulgus Sloan. Dulgus? You remember Dulgus? He's a writer. What are you doing directing? Good for you, Did I do it backwards? No, no. He, I, think, I think I saw that he's directing this. Yep. No, in the next... Wow. So he's. This is the start of a four directing streak for him. Wow! What a, oh. And he writes the next three. Yeah, good for you, Dulgus. Pulling double duty. Branching that's, out. That's for the next few episodes. Yeah, that's we'll not get, for this one. We'll get there in the coming weeks. But if you're new here, hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. What we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers. We come back. We talk about it. You can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs, and you should because Zio has been great so far. Even like the kind, like the not as crazy good episodes have still been really good so uh you should definitely be watching along with us and we're gonna go do that we have some we got some news some breaking news just came down the pipe like an hour ago an hour ago our hour past time. time to you it'll be like three days and an hour ago depending <laughs> upon when you listen to this so we'll talk about that after the break because right now it's morphin time <laughs> And we just watched whatever this one was called, Mr. Bellorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> Mr. Billy's Wild Ride. <laughs> also, hey, Zio, I need to sit you down for a second because I was all like, hey, guys, you should watch this episode. <laughs> this is how you do me? I think we got a bad one. This is how you do me, Zio? <laughs> let's see. Let's see how we talk it out. Okay. All right. Maybe it's just I, I have one big problem with it, and maybe I was so mad at that one thing. That just carried out for the rest of the episode. I probably wasn't mad about that thing, and I also don't feel good about this episode. <laughs> okay, so morphingrade.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrade at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrade, Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrade, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher if you only was ready to review. That'd be great. We have a new review this time, so we'll be reading that in a couple of minutes. Also, if you like what we do here, we are on Patreon, and you can uh, go to patreon.com slash Josh and kick a couple bucks our way and uh, help us out and in return get some cool stuff. I want, I want to say thank you to everyone who is a patron because I just bought a new desk chair, and it is so much better than the really bad chair I was using before. <laughs> it has literally improved my quality of life. <laughs> I still don't have a desk chair. I have a folding metal chair uh, with a little cushion I put on it. <laughs> I had this, like, plastic chair that had no back support. Well, I never know, I... like, when the hardcore title might be on the line, so I just, have a, I just have a folding chair handy. Crash Holly might run into you. <laughs> <laughs> For a scale. Well, I mean... Crash Holly won't. I mean, R.I.P. and Peace Crash Holly. But, <laughs> but Stevie Richards? Yeah, what's he doing? Just running around defending the hardcore championship. Yeah. Anyway, we got we got two emails. Well, we got an email, and then we got like a, a weird like virus software advertisement that got sent to us. So we're going to read that. Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, like, for real? Y yes. You'll, it's really strange. I don't know how they got our email, but we'll talk about that in a sec. I'll well, do that I mean, one. Did, they, did they have access to any computer? Because then they could have got every it could, computer. That's true. That is true. Okay, so the, the first email is from Latasha, and the subject line is, why am I always playing catch-up? <laughs> I almost made a real bad joke. I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Get it out of your system. Because you're fancy. 
like fancy ketchup. What is okay? All right. <laughs> yeah, let's take this trail down the woods. What is fancy ketchup? <laughs> I don't know. Is that ketchup in a glass know. bottle? Doesn't it all say fancy on it? No. Maybe it's only. I got, ketchup, maybe, I got, I got sixty-four ounces of ketchup from Walmart. That's like eight right. pounds of ketchup, but and that's that, not fancy. Is it Heinz brand? No, because Heinz, I think, is the fancy ketchup. No, it's just there's like forty different Heinz brands. Because I like, have Market Pantry, and that's just regular Joe Schmo ketchup. This one did not go to. It's in those. Ups, it's in that upside down bottle. But like, if you buy a name brand one of those, it comes out at a regular pace. But if you buy the generic one, it that first shot just rockets out. <laughs> first shot, and you the get first six half of ketchup. The first half of your hot dog is just all ketchup, <laughs> smothered. Anyway, Latasha writes. <laughs> Sorry what? about that. <laughs> What's up, Jake and Josh? Uh, the last few weeks have been rather hectic for me, and as a result, I've fallen about eight episodes behind on the podcast. I've been able to catch up on a few of them, and I'm hoping to watch the remaining five or six episodes of Zio tonight so I can knock out the podcast episodes this week at work. I love that you're watching with us. I like that some people are watching with us. I think Matt is, too, from what I remember. Good, good job, guys. Good job, everybody. If we have to do this, we're taking you down with us. <laughs> I just listened to the Magma Dance episode where you discuss every dog has its day. Since we learned in this episode that Angel Grove sits on a pocket of hot lava, which is, of <laughs> course, bananas, I did the, ne- the natural next step and created my own headcanon to try and make sense of this. Remember Kimberly's pterodactyl sword and how it would shoot out of a volcano, what she <gasps> called it? This must mean that there is a volcano in the vicinity of Angel Grove, so perhaps the presence of the sword in the volcano created some kind of energy field which kept the lava at bay. Once the sword was destroyed and the energy field disappeared, the lava inside the volcano became a huge problem. Okay, so this isn't my best theory, but who cares? It's the first I, thing no, I thought that's of. That's great. I, I never linked that. I did not even consider <laughs> that sword that happened a hundred years ago, maybe. It was it's been so long since we've seen a pterodactyl around these parts. Yeah, I was definitely not 30 when that happened. For sure. Whew. I'm really looking forward to watching Instrument of Destruction. It's great. It's the best one, <laughs> as this is one of the most memorable episodes from Zio for me. I'm curious, have, and I love this. This is might ruin the entire episode, but here we go. Have either of you ever heard of or remember watching another show from around this time called Big Wolf on Campus? I remember loving this as a kid and watching it every day after Power Rangers. I'm not sure why, but whenever I think of Instrument of Destruction, I immediately think of watching Big Wolf right after. Try to keep this short and sweet, as my last email was quite lengthy. I'll let you decide if I succeeded. One last thing, I finally got around to leaving a review on iTunes, so yay, I'm out of Moon Jail. Talk to you again soon. Woo! Yeah! Also, heck yeah, I watched Big Wolf on campus. I did not, but I have heard of it. It was awesome! Is that just like it was like a teen, werewolf? Like Teen Wolf? It was like Teen Wolf, but not like the new Teen Wolf, because like everyone's just like, like a sexy dude. That's, that's what Teen Wolf is. <laughs> if, if there is like some, if I see anyone, like, oh, this is this person. I have no idea who it is. And he's even a little bit attractive. Remember, I'm like, that's a Teen Wolf. No, I guess that doesn't track because I immediately thought of Saved by the Well. Uh, Saved by the Well. Saved by the Well. <laughs> yep. Uh, Saved by the Bell. And they were all very pretty. But it just seems like there was a weird shift in, in showing teenagers on film where they went from looking like a believable teenager to a handsome model. To, yeah, to someone that I could not be in the same room with like, without looking like Quasimodo. I did not school with anybody that looked like Troy or Taylor Lautner or like, you know no. what I mean? Like, these are all just supermodels. These are This is like some weird, like, genetic breeding experiment. Like, how pretty can we make right. people? <laughs> right. sure I went to, we I went get to that school. jaw a little more chiseled, just I think. Just to I went to school with some very attractive girls. Sure. Some that I would be like, yeah, she could be a model. 
no guys. I didn't go. I didn't. Right. I didn't go to school with any Teen Wolves. Maybe it's just because we weren't looking. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, thinking back on it now, no, <laughs> no Teen Wolves. Like I went to school with also some handsome guys, but nothing like no Taylor Lautners, man. No, nobody no, looks like that. Nobody looks like that. <laughs> Not even Taylor Lautner. He's fake. He's a CGI. <laughs> He's a, a little Uncanny Valley. Now that you mention it. Um, Anyway, yeah, I loved Big Wolf on Campus. It was real great. And now I'm going to have to, like, I have not heard of this, about this show in 10 plus years. So now I got to go find it online somewhere and uh, check out a couple. All right. So this next email is from the Mean Screen Institute. Definitely not a virus. Oh, Dear, open it. I did. Okay, good. Too late. Is there any attachments? Download them so we I, can get the full. I haven't looked. We'll see okay. when I get to the bottom. Dear Sir or Madam or Evil Overlord. It has come to our attention via lawful cookie tracking, key logging, and or audio file search software that you are worried about software protection. Did you know that only one in one billion people know how to protect, how to properly protect their electronic devices from hacking? According to research done by the independent research team at Mean Screen Institute, it's true, and we at the Mean Screen Institute are here to help. Nearly all of humanity fails to recognize that common household items are in fact computers. Here are a list of everyday products that you <laughs> might have inadvertently left unprotected from viruses. Cameras, electronic fans, satellite dishes, power drills, sports arenas, a tuba, bulldozers, wrenches, welding torches, bicycle Whole tires. Arenas? Whole a second arenas? <laughs> a second tuba, used syringes, pizza cutters, erasers, fire extinguishers, mochi, the Asian food item, beetles, spray paint cans, <laughs> and forks. Oh uh, no. If you own one or more of these items, you might be in danger. I have one or more forks alone. I have several forks, and I might have a second tuba. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have a first tuba. I don't have a tuba. Let alone have tubas <laughs> to, con- to need a rack. If you own one or more of these items, you might be in danger. To save you, we are offering a discounted rate of our antiviral software. Definitely not a virus. Firewall two thousand. <laughs> Order now, and you'll also get a free CD to share with your friends. Here at Mean Screen Institute, we put the malware in safety. From Jessica Corbin, number one sales representative at Mean Screen Institute and number one friend of me. And then breaking kayfabe. Okay. <laughs> First of all, great. Great email. Yeah. Corbin. Good use of the email. Um, and then he's, he says, breaking kayfabe. That's in the email. Uh, great. These are all objects from Super Sentai Go Busters, which get infected with a computer virus. Apparently, computer viruses <laughs> also extend to inanimate objects and food items. We also got a tweet that pertains to that. Give me a second here to pull it up. Okay. Yeah, we got a tweet from Raymond... Uh, who he explains what Raymond in the show was doing last episode when he right. was on his laptop making an antivirus. You mean, you mean what he was doing? What in the he show? was well, Raymond the actor and Raymond the character are different people with we similar qualities. We don't know that, but I mean Raymond was playing an, a character version of himself. Right, is right, what right. I'm oh, saying. Okay, I, I see. I just want to differentiate which version of right. Raymond I'm talking about. Uh, but he says also in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, The Mean Machines, the evil computer takes over a fire hose. So that is how computers worked. Fact. <laughs> and that is indisputable evidence. I if think. it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who are we? Because <laughs> that commercial, I don't know if you know this, 100% factually accurate. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one. One review. Rap, rap. One new review. Hot off the grill. It's a grilled review. Hot off the griddle. Uh, it's entitled, this- Do You Like to Smile? Jake, thoughts? I love this. You're smiling right I'm now. Smiling right so, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is submitted by iTunes user i07lrg499. That I don't know if you know this. That is a Moon Jail prisoner code. I'm gonna assume this is from Latasha. Yep. And it reads: Jake and Josh are the absolute best. Not only do they provide detailed recaps of episodes of Power Rangers, but they also have a way of making you feel as though you were part of their friendship. Their banter is hilarious, and just hearing them discuss an episode is sure to put a smile on your face. 
She wrote out your. I took <laughs> you some, li- I took some liberties lines. at the end. Uh, I don't know if you guys could hear, but I was smiling that whole time. <laughs> that is a really nice review. Thank you so it much. Is. And as per the rules, you got Moon Jail. The next shuttle back to Earth is, <laughs> is on its way. You got to wait for the shuttle, though. You do. But there's like a nice waiting area. Yeah. They've got cable. Feed you like. Real sandwiches and not just moon cubes. <laughs> oh, delicious! Moon cubes are gross. It's like tofu. If tofu, right? Was it's like also a little chalk. gelatinous. Yeah, and I picture it being like not clear, that like kind of cloudy clear. Right. That some glasses <laughs> frosted, I guess. And it definitely has a chalky taste. Which yeah, is it's weird. like a gelatinous tums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think we just made the worst thing. <laughs> Bye, listeners. <laughs> well, just leave a review. You don't have to eat it. Well, it was fun while we had you. Are but you now ready everyone to talk about you said Billy's Wild tums. Ride? <laughs> no, we got one little thing of uh, news. Oh, you're right. So it was just announced that Kimberly is getting her own comic book series. Pa- Yay! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon pink colon need pink. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly uh, needs an El Dente. Kimberly needs an El Dente. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's coming out in May. It's going to be co-written by Brendan Fletcher and Kelly Thompson, who you don't know those names. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, but those are names that I'm very excited about because Kelly Thompson writes the new gem comic, which is Ballin'. And okay. Brendan Fletcher co-writes Batgirl and Gotham Academy, and I think probably other stuff that I don't read. Probably a lot of other stuff that I don't read, but he definitely does those, and those books are great. So I guess my question here is... What are they going to do? Why is Kimberly getting her own I don't series? know. Here's my question. It's colon pink, so is it yeah. going to happen for everybody, and is it like a mini-series? I, see, I don't know, because it the thing I read seemed to indicate that it is another ongoing series, but it might be a mini-series. But it's not going to be like, it would be really cool if it was Kimberly after Power Rangers. But they're, it's colon they're pink. They're not going to do that. Right. They are for sure not going to do that. <laughs> I would love that. Is also, it just going to be all the stuff Kimberly does when she's not hanging out with her friends? Because whenever she's a Power Ranger, they're all together. Right. Also, when they're when she's not like doing Power Ranger stuff, she still just hangs out with her friends. Right, unless she's alone at Ernie's Juice Bar on a balance beam. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. I, I I apologize. I don't remember who the artist is. I will link it in the show notes when those go up. <laughs> you could expect that sometime around June or July. No, it should be within like a week <laughs> or two. I'm trying to catch up now. It's just, it's a process, and we're so busy right now. But on the one hand, very excited. I like those writers. I think it'll be really cool. On the other hand, what do I got to do to write a goddamn Power Ranger comic? I now they're think, just throwing colors out <laughs> all over the place. I think you should email somebody. But, like... Because, <laughs> like, I mean, a vague how, tweet is only going to get you so far. If that was how comics worked, it would be so easy. You know, maybe I will. Maybe I will email Boom. And I'll literally just ask them, what do I got to do? Right. <laughs> I'm t- I, just let I me in, man. I promise you, Boom, you're li- I know you're listening. I promise you that I am cheaper than anyone else you could hire. Oh, I, probably. I promise you that. You saw how excited we were for $170 a month? Yeah. Guys, (laughs) I promise you that I am the cheapest, and I probably know more about Power Rangers than everyone else you have working on Power Rangers put together. Attach this episode to your email. Uh, Maybe (laughs) Maybe not not this this one. one. Uh, The Instrument of Destruction episode. I will definitely do that. Or the movie part one. Whichever you prefer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so my professional jealousy side, I'm very excited uh, we'll also do reviews of those, I guess. 
Because I'll buy them. I'll be reading them. So. Right. I can read a comic in like 10 minutes, so that should yeah, be fine. You read them weird. I you, do. <laughs> yeah, I like thumb through them first. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's like a trailer you if you read, thumb like, through like a flip book. Do, do you read like the last page of a book first? Do you, are you that guy? Um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has been scientifically proven that you enjoy something more if you know what's going to happen. I get that. So chill out about spoilers. Are you ready to talk about Billy's Wild uh, Ride? We put, it, we put it off for 20 minutes. <laughs> Maybe we can go longer? We okay. do talk about Power Rangers episodes here, I swear. I promise you we do. We start off with Bulk and Skull on Safari in the high school. They're in, like, full-on... <laughs> they are. They are like, uh, ruin maniacs from Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. You find them in the desert, and I don't think you've got to the desert in... No. <laughs> Alpha Sapphire is what I have. Omega Ruby is what I'm, you're playing. I'm in the town that is also an apartment building. I'm pretty sure they're called Ruin Maniacs. They might have changed it to archaeologists, but they're just like old dudes in safari outfits in the they're, desert with like magnifying glasses. Like, I'm looking for Reggie Rock. They're they're Jane's dad from the Disney Tarzan movie. That's yes. What they, that's what they're dressed like. Yep. And they're like, uh, they bump into your boy Tiki and Tanya. And they're like, hey guys, watch where you're going. And they're like, oh, sorry, we know exactly where we're going. We know going. exactly where we're going. We have this compass and this map, and we have to take a, a class in orienteering because Lieutenant Stone said we have to know how to get around with a compass because <laughs> that comes up in everyday situations. Sure. No, it doesn't. What? If you want to be a cop, you have to read a compass. That, oh, they got to know where the, you're going. That's in the director's cut of While you swim a lake. <laughs> You don't want to get lost swimming a lake. No, you don't want to swim east when you should have swam west. So we cut to the power chamber, and Adam, Cat, and Tommy are just pacing around, super worried, like like someone's about to give birth, and they're like, <laughs> like, where is he? We need to like, obviously it's Billy. Billy's on his way back, and they're like, where is he? We gotta like, like we don't know, and I forget what happens. I think Billy like. Gets close enough that he can, like, send a communication. He flips, a bunch, like, a million switches in his little cockpit. Yeah, he's in a rocket ship. Okay, guys, so, like, that's cool. I'm in. I'm into rocket ships. Sure. That's cool. Who's not into rocket ships? I don't know. Besides Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that didn't like stickers, right? He did not Yeah, like he probably doesn't like rocket ships either. Probably. <laughs> I would say, or ice cream, but you don't like ice cream. So, I mean, it could, it could happen to anyone, I'm, I guess. Yeah, I'm super picky about ice cream, I guess. I can uh, eat like a spoonful at a time. Mondo also sees Billy and he's like, We're gonna catch him. Mondo pulls him up on the machine viewing globe yep. first before they actually see him in the command center. Oh, do they? Yeah, they hear him, I think, in the command center for like a second, but uh, right. Mondo has a visual on him. Oh, well, Mondo's in a sky. Oh, that's the other thing is this is a sky base. This isn't the moon. It's the moon. But they say the sky base. Yeah, Why would they say on the moon? Because the moon's in the sky. We can still call it the moon. <laughs> it's in space. All right, well, I will still call it the moon. <laughs> but they're in a sky base, I guess. So that clears that up. Yep. Shrug. Come back down to the power chamber. What was Cat wearing? Pink sweater. Black pants? I didn't really see. It was the skirt and black tights was again. It? Yep. Well, I mean. It's her one outfit. She's like, hey, remember how my hair was super cute down last time? I'm going to make it super cute I'm up I'm going to put it up. Time. It's going to be super cute again, Cat. Because she left those two little strands on the side. Well, she only left one on one, and then the rest was Maybe later, over. as she got more stressed out, that yeah. other one just slipped out. I don't know what it is. Her hair is magic. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so Billy contacts them, and he's like, hey, I'm coming back on... You knew that from last time. You knew or remember, because I told you when I was on Aquatar. 
Then we cut to Bulk and Skull. They're lost. They're holding the compass wrong. They are holding it vertically, which is not how a compass works at all. And uh, Yeah, the arrow is not lined up. They stop for us. Well, I mean, it's straight up and down, so, like, the arrow doesn't know what to do because it's supposed to rotate horizontally. So, like... Right. I don't know. They're, they did not pay attention to the class because I feel like that's probably the first thing you learn is, like... Hold it like flat, this. Flat style. Hamburger style, not hot dog right. style. <laughs> so they stop for a snack. Skull throws Bulk a can of pineapples? Like sliced pineapples, I, maybe? I think it might be a whole fruit cocktail. I saw some red on the label. And Bulk's like, do you have any, like a can opener? Skull pulls out some stuff out of here. I only saw the, the last thing. I can't. I don't know out. what the first thing was. But then he pulls out a toaster. Sure. And then he pulls out this can of fruit cocktail, tosses that to Bulk. Sure. Bulk's like, hey, you got a can opener? So he pulls out an electric can opener, tosses that to Bulk, who, like, just sighs and, then tosses and throws it, it back, back to him. But Skull has a bowling ball. <laughs> he catches the electric can opener, puts the plug into his bag, and goes, you want to try again? <laughs> just drops it in the backpack. He's like, okay, try it now. Try it now. <laughs> you goober. Cut back to the moon. Sprocket has Billy in range, and they shoot him with a tractor beam, I guess. They never really say. It's a photon cannon. Oh, that's a... That's a laser. Photon is a light particle. Yeah. So it's a laser that's a laser. shooting him with. But when what? they shoot it, it's like a flaming energy gear. That's how? <laughs> Machine Empire, where'd you get your stuff? Show me show me your receipts. You I want to like know a, you got. Like a photon. They say that they're going to get him, though. Here, yeah. Mondo's like, all right, how do we... So we shoot him with a laser and he'll die and then we'll collect his corpse Well, Billy, Billy's... This is a real stupid part of this episode. Because Mondo says, hey, how are we going to get Billy here? He's on his way to Earth. And then Clank is like, oh, we'll blast him with a photon beam. Uh, and when all of his systems are disabled, he'll float to our front door. Because of gravity. Yeah, but he he still has all that forward momentum just because his system's well, disengaged. Well, if you, if you shoot him, it'll change it. <laughs> then gravity will take over. <laughs> Bring him right to your door. I guess. Look, that's wrong. I don't know what their plan wrong. is, but it's that's what their plan is. I'm going to assume they're machines, that they did the math, and that hitting him at a certain angle will we'll bounce him we'll, into Do you remember their gravitational the Disney Channel ball. original movie, Alley Cats? No. About bowling. Okay. They couldn't. It's a Disney Channel original movie. It's about bowling. It's about a ragtag group of misfits who need to bowl to win something. I don't remember what. Save the town. Probably. They need to use the prize money to save the town to save from the Big Oil. Alley. They gotta, <laughs> so there's a 7-10 split, and they're like, we don't know how to do it. And so there's like the littlest one, who is also a wicked nerd. She's like, oh, I can just put the ball on the ground and start spinning it. And then she, like, gently pushes it. And so Have it just, I seen Ellie Cats? So, so it just spins, and then it rolls down while it's spinning on its, like, you know, yeah. horizontally. And it hits one of them, and that flings it over into the other one. So maybe, much like the Disney Channel but, original movie, Ellie Cats. Okay, okay. They are going to hit him in such a way. So the fake physics in Power Rangers yeah. depends on if the fake physics in Alley Cats was <laughs> accurate or not. I think... Actually, I think the physics in Alley Cats was correct. <laughs> I think. Why could, don't more bowlers do that? Why do they always try to chuck it? Well, because you look like a dummy sitting down in crisscross applesauce. You won't look like a dummy when you, you nail that seven I know, split. but this is, not the, this is not a bowling <laughs> podcast, nor is it a podcast about the Disney Channel original movie, Alley Cats. <laughs> I really hope it's called Alley Cats. So I if think it's not, someone at home is like, it was bowler dudes! <laughs> I think this is concrete evidence. This episode this is not, is not very episode. good. <laughs> talking about the Disney Channel. <laughs> okay. 
Hey everybody, Jake from the future here. We've been having a lot of fun talking about the Disney Channel original movie, Alley Cats. Turns out, though, my brain, my stupid, stupid brain, forgot the most crucial part of that title, and it is actually the Disney Channel original movie, Alley Cats Strike, which I think is unnecessary. So they're going to nail Billy with a photon (laughs) cannon. (laughs) <laughs> that'll bounce him to their front door. Fine, whatever. Sure. Okay, this is my my this is the first time in my notes and it will come up again that I say, "Why didn't he just teleport?" Because he couldn't teleport to Aquatar because the contaminators had mucked up everything, so there was not enough power to teleport. But that's the only reason. But that's the only reason. That's all cleared up. Now. Over the mountains is out of range, but they could have shot him to that planet if they had the as power. As long as <laughs> as long as Aquatar had the pla- the power. Okay, here's another thing. Couldn't they have teleported him from the command center to there once they got back. What's the? I don't know what the rules are. But either way, everything should be fine on Aquatar now. He should be able to just teleport home, right? Why is he in a spaceship? So they could make this episode. They could have made another good episode. They could have done a better episode. Anyway, Rocky and Tiny teleport in. Billy's been shot, so he sends out like an SOS, and he's like, "Ah, everything's gone kaplooey." He, they shoot him twice, I think. I think so. Well, they shoot him once, and he like tries to correct, and they're like, one more time, just in case. Yeah. We don't want him dead, but we want him kind of like we want barely him, hanging We want him on. scared. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, all, all of his systems are gone. Uh, he has oxygen, and that's it. He says, I vented most of my oxygen supply. Billy, why did you do why? that? Why? Billy, that's dumb. <laughs> That's the opposite of what you would normally do in that situation. Maybe he was trying to like push himself a little bit by Squeaking some nope, oxygen out? Maybe. I think that happened in the movie Gravity. We're not going to talk about that. The movie was just stressful for no reason. He's like, I can I, I can communicate, but that's the only system I have. Oh, so his oxygen is gone and his heaters are gone, so he's also getting cold. Right, okay. He is on the cusp of death. Yeah, he's dying in space yeah. right now. So what do they do? They're like, we need to do something. And they talk about how they need to help him, but don't know how, for about five minutes, <laughs> I feel like. We're getting to it. I know what you just laughed about. We're getting there. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, so. It's just so stupid. That is two notes away. Stick with me. <laughs> so he, the gravity of the sky base has got him. So he's kind of headed towards there already. Okay. So they're like, we're going to push him out of the way. Or he says, I'll get out and push before I I hit their door or whatever. Right. And he's like, that's it. I need to push. You guys got a tractor beam? You know what they do have? A Megazord who's already been to the sun and back. Space, who's got rocket hats and can just <laughs> grab him and bring him home. So if you can't teleport him, which I'm sure you can. <laughs> He's real close. Just blast your Megazord up there. Grab him. Grab him. And then gravity ram your way back. <laughs> Lightning helmet your way to Earth. So they push him with their own tractor beam. This is the second time I noticed. I say, why didn't they teleport him? Yeah, they come up with the idea of, oh, we have a tractor beam satellite. He's in he's in sublunar space. Like we're gonna we're gonna tractor beam him, we're gonna grab him, and we're gonna pull him in. And then King Mondo is like, No, I heard I heard you. I heard you, and no We're not gonna let you do that. So they fire the tractor beam. And Mondo's like, All right, fire the photon. Fire the photon. So it Dikembe Matumbo is a tractor beam. It nails the tractor beam, just disengaging it. Also hits Billy. Not it doesn't hit Billy, but it like blows up in front of him and just sends him careening in another direction. Yeah. Towards the sun. And it also travels all the way back down the tractor beam and blows up the power chamber? Yeah, like you know how have you seen videos of how you can like if you put a candle out, you can light the smoke on fire? I've not seen that. I will look that up. Oh that sounds cool. It's pretty cool. Like you, you if you light the smoke, it'll catch on fire and bring it back to the 
candle. As that's long as neat. it's like, yeah, it's pretty neat. So like, maybe that, maybe that's how that works. I think maybe, I don't know. Or it's like, don't whiz on the electric fence, you know, pretty it much travels all the way back. So then we get the thing you were just laughing about. And <laughs> so the power chamber blows up. Yeah. And we they, get a shot of all the power rangers falling down for like 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it hit them good. They got so, hit good. In this scene, the power chamber is like falling apart, right? There's sparks shooting out of the wall, yeah. like chunks just falling, and the Power Rangers fall down. I don't I don't remember any chunks, but like But like th- after the scene, the power chamber's fine? Yeah, I don't know. I, that's why I don't remember <laughs> any chunks falling down. Because I know that that happens later at the warehouse they go to. Maybe I'm mixing memories. That happens from time Maybe. to time. So do you want to reenact what they ask Zordon? Yeah. I want to be Zordon. You want to be Zordon? All right. I'll be Tommy. All right. Ready? This is going to happen in real time, guys. So I push up off the ground and I look at Zordon and I say, Zordon, did that go okay? (laughs) Zordon, can you tell us anything? It did not work. (laughs) (laughs) He just stares at Tommy because it's not like, (laughs) just like. The shot is not Tommy saying, Zordon, did that work? And then, like, the Power Rangers frantically, like, hitting buttons and stuff. The Power Ranger is a Power Ranger. The shot is Tommy asking Zordon, did that work? It cuts to Zordon's face, and it's just deadpan Seagal. Yeah, it is exactly deadpan Seagal. And then it goes back to Tommy waiting for an answer. (laughs) And then goes back to Zordon, and he's like, it didn't work. I thought... Because the power chamber was like deconstructing, like maybe he was frozen, like a like a computer. Right, <laughs> right. someone unplugged his HDMI cable. But nope. nope, he was just like, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. You're gonna get mad. I'm gonna let say. you stew in that for a minute. You jerk. So Billy is now flying towards the sun, which <laughs> which begs, and this is not this the first. Is the second this time is the second time Tower Ranger Zio has tried to throw something into the sun, <laughs> which makes me wonder. How close do they think the sun is? I don't know. They know it's like real so it, far away, it right? It does show at some point uh, when Billy's talking about all his systems that he lost. It shows his oxygen meter tick down, and it's the dumbest meter. Right. Because it's like numbers. It's like 200, 150, 100, and then it ticks down to one hour. And Maybe all those <laughs> other numbers were hours? <laughs> Maybe. 200 hours worth So Billy has an here. hour of oxygen from that point. Okay. Keep that in mind. He's careening toward the sun. You don't need to keep it in mind long. So now he's like getting really hot. He's like, I know I said it was cold, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Because his heat shields were down. So he was freezing. Now he's getting. And the temperature super gauge hot. is going up upwards of 100 degrees. Ooh, a balmy Texas day. Uh, and we get to see how close the sun is out of his little window. It would be a lot more than 100 it degrees. Be a, it in would there. be at least. 150 degrees. Billy would just be incinerated. He would be already. he would be a cooked goose in there. <laughs> but also, as soon as he's like, ah, I'm burning up, they never mention his oxygen levels again. No, because he has an hour. Give or take. Doesn't matter how hot or how no. close to the sun, because the sun's gonna burn more of that up. But at one point they say he's that you have two hours before you go into the sun. Maybe the one was a two. I don't know. There's definitely a one. It's standard definition. <laughs> it was definitely a one. Maybe they meant Maybe they said 20 minutes and I heard wrong. I don't know. Either way, they just stopped talking about his oxygen. They don't care anymore because now he's going to the sun. Yeah, now it's heat. Now heat is the problem. Also, Power Rangers have been to the sun and back. They're old pros at this. They could probably just hop in the Megazord, zoom out, grab it, zoom back. Or just teleport him out of there. Or just teleport him out of there. Your friend's going to die. Bring him home. So they don't have any fuel cells. (laughs) Hashtag bring Billy home. (laughs) They don't have any fuel cells 
Do pow- by the way, the thing that the tractor beam was a giant satellite dish. Yeah. Okay. That runs on these fuel cells. They don't have any left, but right. And that last blast from the photon cannon crystallized, crystallized the one, the that one they, they were have. Using. I'm, I feel like that science is a Alpha little suspect. Brought it, Alpha brought it in. He was like, guys, we have a problem. And I was like, yeah, you're all out of ooze. <laughs> you you got you to run to New York City real quick. Because it looks like an ooze canister. The, the, the energy cell does. It did. It did look like an ooze canister. I got there. Yeah. I think everyone got there. Guys? I mean, I don't know. We all got there. I don't so, know how many of you listen to, listen to Ninja Turtles. Then <laughs> let alone watch it. I just like, We need it. to move on. I'm the... Okay, so they asked Billy, where are the fuel cells? We don't have any left. And Billy says, they're in the university warehouse. Hey, hold on, Billy. Yeah, you know the power chamber of the command center, that super secret Power Ranger place? That uses the fuel cells. They keep their fuel cells at Angel Grove University Warehouse. Now, let me ask you a question. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, part two. Question part two. Billy doesn't go to college. That's not a question. Billy doesn't go to college? (laughs) Billy doesn't go to college? Why would he leave... Fuel cells there. Does he know? I don't know. Is he? T- hey, pr- uh, prof, can I leave? <laughs> can I leave this fuel cell here? Don't worry about it. Also, someday superheroes might come to get it. This is an experiment that I'm doing. I'm going to leave it here. Kay. I'm a high schooler. Because remember how he graduated and then left the planet and didn't go to college? Yep. So you shouldn't have a relationship good enough to leave experimental <laughs> fuel cells at a warehouse? Did he sneak them in? Why didn't he just put them in the back room of the command center? <laughs> I don't know. I almost called the computer center. I was so mad. <laughs> just put them downstairs with Alpha 4. Right. Or just like lean them against the wall. Like they're fine. Because <laughs> you need them there. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. This yep. is why this episode is bad. None of it makes sense. This is very season two. Nothing makes any sense. <laughs> we cut to the moon and they're we like. We don't even get a Zord fight. We don't. We this cut is very season two. We cut to the moon and Mondo says to Clank. Hey, they're gonna go get the fuel cells that I know are at the warehouse. Maybe he like he just found that out. He didn't know the whole time. Right. Give him credit for that. Oh, you know what? They scanned and they said, "Oh, there's a, some fuel cells in the warehouse." I scanned for fuel cells and it came up <laughs> yes, a check box of yes in the warehouse. So maybe that's what happened. Anyway, Clank, go down there and ambush them. And if they get too close to the fuel cells, blow the place up. Hey, King Wando, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Why don't you just blow the place up? Blow it up the first time. <laughs> Save yourself so much trouble. And then Billy dies in the sun and you win one. You get a concrete check in the W column. Clank is like, yeah, this monster would be great for that. And Mondo's like, whatever, shut up. Go, go down to the warehouse. There. I swear to God, Clank, go to the warehouse. He says mechanizer. I heard antagonizer, but it definitely is mechanizer later. Cut to the warehouse. Power Rangers morph and teleport to the warehouse. Cut down there. They... They take one step in, and it changes from American footage to Japanese footage. Because there's a sign that says, like, Angel Grove Warehouse, University Warehouse. So they take one step in, and all of a sudden it's Japanese footage. Yeah. We're in the Sentai now. And Clank and a bunch of cogs are there with Mechanizer. And they're like, oh, well, it's an ambush. Let's fight. They fight. I didn't write down anything that happens. Except, oh, I did. I lied to you. I wrote down one thing. Mechanizer doesn't care about anything except... Beating people up and blowing yeah. stuff up. Like, the little bit at the beginning with the cogs is just, like, cut to a ranger doing a move. Right. And that, But then when Mechanizer comes in, Clank is like, hey, kill those Power Rangers. King Mondo will give you, like, riches and Like a fame throne. And just, like, a bunch of cool stuff. A bunch of robot babes. Mechanizer's like, 
I don't care about any of that crap. I just want to destroy stuff. <laughs> I just want to literally all I want is to kill the Power Ranger. <laughs> I am programmed everyone, only to destroy. Which is why I thought his name was Antagonizer because he's like the consummate antagonist. He's not, <laughs> he's not all, mechanizing anything. Yeah, if all he wants to do is kill everybody, that's pretty antagonistic. But no, it's Mechanizer. What is what is what is he? He's like a face. He's like a. He's like, he's like a Thomas train. Yeah, but like but a if, robot. But if it was um, <laughs> like a big robot. Do you know the 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 Mio robots in toys? The toy mm. Mio that are yes. like they're like the uh like little dudes, but they well, it's like that, but if it was also a Thomas tank engine. <laughs> Either way, he sh- he's shooting them with his lasers. He drops one and Tanya was like, "Oh, I'm going to blow that up." And shoots it with her laser and it Gets destroyed. Good reflexes. Right. Good looking out, Tanya. Then he lights something on fire, and there's some explosions. I think he just shoots a laser, and it misses and hits some gas that it was It's like on a the barrel floor. full of oil or something. Yeah. But they're looking for the fuel cells, so they're, like, running around while the fight is going on. So, like, it's it's, it's pretty good action. And yeah. It, and, like, it makes sense. I just don't... Like, I... Like, we know why it's there. Right, so they could use this they footage. Could use this footage. But, like, they could have wrote a better episode like, around this footage. Also, this is the only footage they use. Yeah. This fight is it, except for the stuff on the moon, but, like, that's... Right, whatever, that could be from know? wherever. Yeah, we don't... Like, I, I'm not keeping track. Oh, Clank moved exactly like that four episodes ago. I don't know. <laughs> so there's some explosions. All the rangers get rocketed out of the windows. They land, they drop, like, two stories, land on the ground, except for Tommy. Tommy didn't make it out, and this place is about to blow. Yeah, because all the fuel, all the gas canisters, are like barrels of yeah. Oil he was also just chucking oil and explosive red yeah. barrels around, just, like <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like they were nothing, just like nothing. So they realize Tommy's missing. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh no, he didn't make it out." Cat's like, "I'm gonna go get him," Cat's and like, tries go, to run in. Cat's like, "I'm going back in." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that. Adam and and Rocky are like, "No, no, can't do that. No, it's we can't have two Power Rangers blow up today." So then it blows up. The whole place, boom, sky high. Tommy didn't make it out, and there's like a good minute. So of they they like line, they like line up like one by one. Like Rocky steps in and he's looking up. He's like, oh, he's probably okay. And then Adam's like, yeah, he got out. He's Tommy. He had to have gotten out. And Tanya's like, Tanya's oh. like, there he is. <laughs> I saw him. I don't know how she saw him because it was like through a window, right on the second floor. Because she yells, oh, I, I see him. There he is. And then it takes a few seconds for him to finally jump out off the balcony. Yeah, he does like a front flip, lands, he's got a fuel cell. Save the day. Also, was the explosion him killing Mechanizer? I think that I think he figured out how to kill Mechanizer. Okay. Because guess what, guys? Mechanizer died. We he's, don't see him he's again. He's gone. So we cut back to Billy. He's burning up. Then we cut back to the power chamber. <laughs> Everyone, that's the Billy check. That's it. He's like, oh, it's so hot in here. He's also doing this thing. He has, like, a headset on, and he's talking to the command center, and I don't yeah. think he knows that they can't hear him. Ground control to Major Tom stuff, But yeah. he's just, like, he's just talking, and it's real It's real weird. It is real weird. It's It seems like a waste of oxygen, to be honest with you. A little bit. Hold your breath, man. Yeah, just, like, just don't don't waste it. Just don't waste it right now, because you only have, like, a little bit left. I mean, you're going to hit the sun, but, like, whatever, you know. Also, do you know how fast he would have to be going? He's going, like, 9 million miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost at light speed. If he's this, he's got twenty minutes to the sun. Light takes eight minutes, so he's going at two point one two five times the speed, or less than the speed of light. Yeah, whatever that. However, you would say that in English terms. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could do the math, but I'm not gonna. Two point <laughs> two point one two five times slower than light. There you go. There we go. I don't know why I didn't get the slower first. Anyway, cut back to the power chamber. 
everyone teleports in. Like, we got the fuel cell. They rig it all up. They're like, all right, good to go. And they hit the button, and guess what? Satellite dish is broken. The motor's also fried. Yeah, Zordon thinks now is a good time to let them know that the motor's right. broken and the, <laughs> the satellite dish cannot move. Oh, BT Dubs, guys. Oops. Sorry. So Tommy looks at, like, side-eyes him real hard. He's like, all right, I'll uh, go up there and do it manually. So they teleport him up. <laughs> he just zaps himself up like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, maybe teleport Billy in? Why did you teleport Billy? <laughs> Tommy teleports to the roof of the command center. Mondo sees him immediately. He's like, hey, Cogs, go kill yeah. him. Because I guess they can see the command center. Just all the time. All the time They now? have it bugged and the video surveillance. Yeah, so they, yeah, because last time they, like, heard their communications, which is <laughs> ridiculous. So they send some Cog fighters. It knocks Tommy off the cliff, and he catches on, like, the side. So is he on the command center or the cliff? Oh, he's on the command center. He's near a cliff. Is the, is the satellite dish on the roof of the command center, or is it on a cliff near the command center? I feel like it's on a cliff near the command center. Because he falls off a cliff, and he's dangling. Yes. At one point, he's holding on with, like, four fingers, and that's it. There are three cogfighters. They shoot at him for 65 minutes. Like, 900 <laughs> times. And they cannot <laughs> hit him to save their life. This is a real long episode if you add all these minutes together. <laughs> yeah. It t- guys, we were on break for a while. Good thing I took notes. So they finally just give up because he gets up. Well, they keep shooting at him a little bit. Like he gets, he pulls himself up off the cliff and they fire at him again, but he rolls out of the way slowly. We cut to. And then he climbs back up the command center or or runs over to the satellite, which is on the cliff. We cut back to Billy, who's just like, again, he's like, I'm so sweaty now. He's like, guys, I'm so sweaty. You need to hurry up. Please, no one can hear him but him. Because he's like in, like there's solar flares and like radiation or whatever. I don't know. Magnetic fields. So then, other space buzzwords, <laughs> meteors. I, I panicked. I'm Sun sorry. Spots. There we go. Tommy. Okay, guys. I I will manually aim the satellite. Number one, he's gonna eyeball it. I guess <laughs> I'm gonna point at the sun and hope for the best. Number two, he gets there and immediately goes to the control panel. Opens the control panel. Hits some buttons. Buddy, manually hey, hits friend, the hey, button. Friendo, those don't work. That motor's broken. The motor's remember? broken. No matter what you press, I know Billy's happen. in space, but like you know what a motor is, Tommy. <laughs> you want to be a race car driver? You need to know what a motor is. Not yet. Not until he inherits his uncle's race farm. <laughs> <laughs> race farm. <laughs> That's what happens to Turbo, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope he grows a little race cars. <laughs> Oh, the tire crop is not looking good this year, guys. <laughs> We're gonna have to bank on the alternators again. Oh, the alternators oh, aren't growing real well. Real rich either. hood crop, though. <laughs> A lot of good hoods oh, coming hoods in. We don't need hoods. <laughs> we still got all of last year's hoods just sitting in the, in the barn. <laughs> got the hood bales barn. for days. Cows don't even want to eat them anymore. So. <laughs> Then Tommy grabs, like, a, a gear shift thing. It's just, like, a giant lever. It's a giant lever, and he starts, like, moving. He's like, and he aims it directly at Billy, and he's like, good, now. How, what? I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> this, this is stupid. So they shoot the tractor beam at Billy. It catches him somehow. Tommy teleports back to the power chamber because that's the thing that he can do, but Billy is not a power ranger, so he's not allowed when he's dying, I guess. I guess. <sighs> I, well, he couldn't teleport out of there because that would be for personal gain. <laughs> That's bull honky. <laughs> so there's more tension because they're like, we don't know if we got him or not because Tommy just pointed it at the sun. And right. 
Tommy's went up there and spun the satellite dish and then said, now. All right, go. Wherever it was is where we went. Oh, sorry, Tommy. You hit the moon. Now the moon's coming to Earth. Now you're pulling Mondo down. Oh, crap. (laughs) Now we're in big trouble. So there's some tension. But Billy comes through on the communicator. He's fine. They got him. He it's says, great. that was a one in a million shot, guys. Good job. Way to go. If only he knew what they actually if tried only, to do. If only. Cut to the moon. Mondo is super mad. And he's like, just get him with the tractor beam again. And Sparky's like, we would love to. But now our fuel cells <laughs> And we're are out of fuel cells. And we blew up the building that had them in it. And all, Yeah, we don't have any others. And Mondo's like, why don't we check these things first? Yeah, so we should have taken inventory <laughs> before we tried to invade a planet. Look, Mondo, I'm real good at inventory. If you pay well... He's not going to hire a filthy human. I am, I am a dirty, dirty human. You're right. <laughs> You're right. So let me cut to the juice bar. And they're having a celebratory smoothie. Hey, Billy, remember that time you almost died in the sun by yourself alone in space? <laughs> Here's a banana smoothie. I hope it's good. I hope you like this smoothie. Bulk and Skull come back in, and their map is all torn to heck, and they got, like, dirt on them. And they're like, guys, have you seen Lieutenant Stone? And Tommy is be- being a bro right now, which I appreciate. He's like... No, he's not here. You guys should be good. What? Did you guys get lost? Like, he's not like, no dummies. Yeah. I'm going to call him myself. You guys are so stupid. He's right here. Just and like then they, throw milk. they all throw their smoothies at him. <laughs> get him. Get him. Hit him with a smoothie. Make him eat the gack. <laughs> and I just like that he's like, no, you guys are cool for a minute. Are you like, are you okay? And then right. Lieutenant Stone is like, oh, you finally got back because he was there. Tommy lied, I guess. <laughs> or he just got or there. Or he just got in there. But he was already inside. He didn't like come through the door. He came through the, the secret he came, entrance. He came from the balcony. Ernie's the, uh, secret entrance. Ernie's out. Ernie's secret entrance. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we got lost a little bit, but we ha- we made it. Angel Grove Junior Police Detectives, we made it. And then some dude who's like, hey, are those the two guys? And we're like, what? Who are you? What? Get out of here. <laughs> and so then this is like the like the the mind-numbingly dumb cherry on top of a real <laughs> dumb Sunday, And he comes up and he's like, who's going to pay me for the fare? I don't usually drive my cab all the way down to Angel Grove Forest. This is... I am mashing the start button on my controller because we need to pause, we need to pause right, now. right now. It is 1996. How did they call a cab from the middle of the woods? Number one, they were in the desert. So they made, they got so lost they found woods. They started in the school hallway. How did they get to the desert woods? They were trying to get home. They do that all the time without <laughs> compasses. I guess they just take the bus usually. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and how does this cabbie not know who they are? He has to ask somebody if that what? was the, somebody who was not in the cab. If that was them. And also, he was already in the juice bar. (laughs) He got there before them. (laughs) This how you do me, Zia? Is this over? Is this episode done? That's it. Billy's like, good to be home. And that's it. Josh, the best is that it's over now. The best is Cat wanting to run back into a burning building to save her friend. The best is Cat being like, no, we're doing this. The worst. The worst is just teleport Billy. The worst is just Zordon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm going to let him die. And then the MVP 
is is Cat again? Is Cat again? <laughs> it has to be. Or Guys, Tanya for shooting the laser. If we don't want to double was, up, yeah. If we just having the up. like foresight to be like, oh, we can't let him get that back. Right. I should destroy that. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right. Uh, oh boy, morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So is heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at littleleads.morphingrid. We're at Gmail. What? What? Jake? <laughs> We're at Gmail. <laughs> you at morphingrid.com. That's our website, gmail.com. You should check it out. <laughs> uh, on, on the last Zelda, you said you could email us at heyjakeandjosh.com. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can. I left I it did, in because I, I was like, that's not wrong. All right, so... This episode was spare change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. That's our email. We're on Twitter, at morphingrid, Facebook, facebook.com, slash themorphingrid, iTunes, and Stitcher. Leave us a rating review. Please, please, please. Thank you. Uh, and finally, if, if you like this, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com, slash Josh and uh, send, support us and give us a couple bucks, and you get some cool stuff in return. There's more phenomenaries. There are Pokemon... Anime episodes where we do this, but with the Pokemon anime, uh, there's going to be a lot more stuff coming as soon as February is over and we can like buckle down and get all the rewards out and stuff. Also, the zine stuff is closed, but if you got favorite Rangers and you haven't sent that in yet, favorite Red Ranger, obviously, uh, go ahead and do that. If you have any other Power Ranger, any other color of Power Ranger stuff, feel free to send that in now. We'll we'll bank it. Uh, We also have another podcast, Pokemon World Tour. Check that out. We also have another podcast. Oh, yeah. Gascast Games of Sports, which we're recording an episode next, which I'm very excited about. You can go to uh, Twitter at Hey Jake and Josh, and we have links, or just HeyJakeandJosh.com. There's links everywhere for that stuff. So go check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry this got weird. Next week's a three-parter. So yeah, no business like snow business. Yep, and it, I know it's good, and not just because the woman who played Carly from All My Children is in it. <laughs> That's the thing I remember the most. Well, that can't be the only reason. That's not the only reason. It's it's a it's. It's got to be better than this one. <laughs> I only know one thing that happens, and it's a big one. Right. So come back next week for that. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Hey everybody, welcome to Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Today we're watching episode 169, season Zio. Let me try again. Hey everybody, welcome to Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching... Ep- mm. <laughs> Do you want me to just start it? <laughs> no.